The Town Whispers is a narrative horror podcast that will tell the many stories hidden behind the rain and the fog in the trees of the Pacific Northwest. But there are also shadows here, which no one master overall. And because of that, I must warn you. Listener discretion is advised. idea. I suppose one of us should go down and find out. I wonder which view it will be. Oh no, I'm not climbing down that. Oh Tom, you are always such a damper on the fun, aren't you? this along. If I pinch here and tug just a little there, ah, that should do it. The thing which Reverend Albert called the man in the cave, and whom Mother Cyprian and Old Man Alfie both refused to address at all, stood at the bottom of the well, his presence completely unknown to the boys above. Had they been listening, they would have heard him egging them on, using words that itched at the back of their mind. 
His keen eyes radiated in the dark as he began to reach out with searching fingers. There are differences in the dark. There are differences that to any normal man, woman, and child are imperceptible. But to the man made of ash and soot, those differences were as clear as a translucent crystal stream and the fish wriggling in it. No matter what they say, the shadow does not disappear in the darkness. It simply can't be seen as it runs about and scales the walls and ceiling. James's shadow simply hung there, limp and void of any sentience. Small people, small minds, cast small shadows. His nails, jagged as they were, dirty and talon-like in their sharp edges, found the thin fabric of James's shadow. The angle of the mid-afternoon sun had cast it down the well and it just dangled there, in the dark. Oh, you're almost there, James. I can feel it. Be a good boy. His fingers lifted the face of James's shadow, which hung limp and wriggling, loosely mimicking its master as he leaned closer, as if whispering in its ear. How about this? I'll flip a coin. How about this? I'll flip a coin. No, I don't want to. I don't care what you want. I don't care what you want. Maybe you're meant to. Maybe you're meant to. What? Why? Why do you care so much? I don't care. You should care, care, though. If it's your destiny, your fate, and you're denying that, then I can't imagine what terrible things will happen to people who deny fate. dwelt in the darkness at the bottom of the well gripped James's shadow with both hands, with full intent, and whispering his bloody and ill-intended wishes in the dark, he gave one swift and mighty tug, yanking the shadow of James who stood above. Oh, Tom, it seems you had a bit of a fall. And now you're all broken. 
the hell did you just do, boy? I... I don't know. Help me. Help me. Help me. Oh my god, what am I... Oh my god. What have I done? I ain't got time for your whining, you cretin. Alfie stood above the well, peering into its depths with his old bloodshot eyes, as James lay unconscious on the ground, having been throttled upside the head with the heavy stick Alfie wielded. Boy, you alive? Are you alive down there? Oh no, not again, I ain't doing it this time. I ain't gonna be pulled and poked into doing your dirty deeds. If he dies, he dies. And if he lives, he lives. You hear me? Alfie shouted into the void around him. The empty, muddy fields. The moody, ink-blot sky. He was here, watching and quivering in delight. He knew he was. All Alfie had to do was look for the shadowy spots in the tree line and... Peggy stood from the reed she'd been kneeling in, where the field had dipped into marshland. Ah! Ah, no! No, no, no! Alfie took a step towards Peggy. He could see the blood drain from her face as she began to comprehend what it is she had seen. I ain't doing it! No! Not again! Was he screaming at Peggy? Or was he screaming towards those dark places the man dwelt in? That the man skipped between delightfully as he twisted the lives of all those he touched. All those who stood a little too close to the dark corners of a room or the shaded depths of a well. Oh, Alfie. The voice came from the well, rattling his old worn stones. I hope you do nothing. I hope you take as much pleasure as I do, seeing little Peggy's soul shatter as you stand there and do nothing even though you might be able to. Age hasn't been pleasant to you, has it? I suppose that's the problem with age. By the time you have the wisdom of what to do and how to do it, there's nothing left in you to give. Your Bones are brittle, your blood is thin, your flesh is weak and soft, Alfie. You will stand there and do nothing. I will take Tom and you will console poor Peggy LePont. Although no amount of wisdom or wanting will put her heart back together. Two birds with one stone. I've outdone myself. 
was right, and Alfie knew it. He would do nothing because, most likely, he could do nothing. There was power somewhere deep in Alfie still. He, he could feel it. It just didn't feel like it was his to use anymore. And so he wouldn't. Alfie looked away from the well, defeated and distraught, and laid his eyes on Peggy. Her face was blank, emotionless, and brave, like the face of the moon. It betrayed nothing. No suffering, no regrets, no remorse or grieving. Her shoulders were square and upright, and her chin remained still. But Peggy's left knee quivered just a little bit, shaking uncontrollably. And there was a spasm in her chest as she choked the screams of heartbreak that clawed at her insides to escape. Alfie stepped closer. His hands were out on both sides, palms to the sky, trying as hard as he could not to startle her or threaten her. Come now, girl, I, I think it's best we get you home. She didn't move. What do you say we get you home? And your father and I can come back and handle this. My father's dead. Dead? I just saw him not but... Uh... Alfie stopped talking as he realized just how long it had been since he'd seen any of the LaPont family. His gimmicks and tricks to drive a wedge between him and the rest of the fort seemed to have worked too well, and not only on the intended audience. And now Tom's... Tom's dead too. Oh, come, come, we don't know that. But the sooner I can get you back to your mother, the sooner we can come back and help Tom. Alfie saw it in her eyes first. Her pupils widened and then became sharp pinpricks of absolute rage. Please, let's just get you home. Her fists balled at her sides. She held her breath defiantly. Now, now, Peggy. Don't go doing something silly now. Her eyes locked with Alfie's. Her face still betrayed little. It was brave, like the moon, but it was furious as well. Hot tears of rage trickled from her eyes as her chin began to twitch. She was going to run to where Alfie had no idea. He needed to get her home, though, so he could deal with whatever it was that had happened there. Tom was most likely dead, but at the very least, Alfie could and would return Tom's body to the LaPonts. 
Alfie quickly reached out to grab hold of Peggy's arm, realizing that no matter how he tried to avoid startling her that she was a wounded animal. Wounded in her soul and in her heart, she was feral and rabid, the lines of good and wrong meaning nothing in that small pretty head of hers. Instinct, eating logic. Before Alfie could make contact, before he could grab hold of her arm, Peggy ran, much faster than his old knees would allow him to follow, straight for the trees. Today's episode was written and performed by Cole Weavers. Sound production and editing by Matt Black. Our theme song is by the ever-wonderful Charlie P.S. The fort is built on secrets and shadows, on unspoken truths and the designs of the long shadows, whoever they may be. But it's also built on the support of its townsfolk. Would you like to support our tiny little monstrosity of a town by mending the roof of the church? Or keeping the doors of the sanatorium for the lost and unwanted open? Or perhaps you'd rather help build the mausoleum for the ones who will never die? In thanks for your support, and for only a few dollars a month, you'll receive episodes of The Town Whispers released early and forever ad-free as well as exclusive short stories and one-shots to expand your knowledge of what lays dormant and watching under the earth. Would you like to see, with your own frail eyes that can only see what can be imagined by the goodness of a heart drenched in humanity by receiving digital rewards of the visual variety? All this and more will be revealed on our Patreon. Please consider joining us at www.patreon.com slash the town whispers if you would like to support us in other ways please consider following us on facebook and instagram and on twitter at the town whispers or by leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts for more information on the show please head on over to www.thetownwhispers.com i got the ghost of you inside of to do is already there.